You're listening to The Mom Inspired Show, episode 111 with Amber Sandberg. Welcome to The Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey, you guys. So I am excited for this episode. You want to know why? Because I am doing it all by myself. Yes, that's correct. I am doing this episode all by myself. So the reason why I wanted to do this episode is because I felt led to talk about perfectionism. I feel like lately so many people are dealing with wanting to do things perfect. And um, especially as moms, I feel like it's so easy to get caught up in that and then feel like you're not doing a good job if you're not doing it perfect, which I think that is the lie that so many moms believe, right? They see Pinterest, they see all these things and they think, well, I can't do it at this level. So therefore I shouldn't do it at all. And so I thought, you know what? Let's just jump on and do an episode on this. So I just want you guys to feel like one, you're not alone. And I know that so many of you deal with this. And so I I hope that this really resonates with you and that you really think about what I'm saying, because I just feel like it can ruin so many parts of our life when it doesn't really have to. So I wanted to give you guys an example. When starting this podcast, I thought to myself, I don't know how can I, how can I do this? Right? Like I've never done a podcast. You really have to put yourself out there in order to do a podcast. And I really didn't know if anyone would listen. I didn't know if I could get people on the show. And I for sure didn't know if I could possibly do 52 episodes. I mean, that just sounds so daunting. And I really just had to put one foot in front of the other. But if I let perfectionism get in my way, I probably would just still be thinking back in 2016, well, maybe I can do this or maybe I need to press record, um, but I'm not really sure. And so I will tell you, I had to push out of my comfort zone in so many ways. And I had to keep going when it felt hard. And I had to just get things done and not worry about it being perfect. And so you guys may not realize that, right? You might just have started listening to the show and you're just like, wow, she's at a hundred episodes. But there was a time when I just was like, I don't really know if this is going to work, you know, and it was really, really scary. So I want to just say to you that I know where you're at. So if you're wanting to start something and you're just like, I, I just don't know if I can do it. I'm here to tell you that, I mean, there was no reason for me to start a podcast. It's not like I was in broadcasting or journalism and stuff like that. Um, But I really love interviewing women. Um, I love getting to know them. And I just wanted to be able to share that with you guys. And I feel like that's a skill that I have because I always thought to myself, what am I going to do with this skill? You know, like, wow, where is this going to come into play? I mean, I didn't want to be on TV or anything like that. Um, But I thought, you know, I do love asking people questions. I love figuring out how other people do things. And I love sharing that with people. And so to me, I thought that has to be greater than me fearing that this isn't going to work, if that makes sense, right? So if I never started, we would be missing out on 111 episodes. Isn't that crazy? I mean, that's really crazy. So I just want you guys to realize that because you may think, well, Amber somehow has all these special 
you know, magical fairies going on in my life that just make everything happen. And that's not the case. I mean, I do have my husband who is amazing with the sound and stuff like that. So he, he can be that. But my point is, is I'm just a normal person who had, you know, a vision and just decided to push through, even if it wasn't perfect, to see what happens. Um, I was listening to an episode, uh, Amy Porterfield. I don't know if you guys listen to her. She um, is, has a business podcast, and she had a lifestyle, uh, not lifestyle, um, a life coach, on, and her name is Brooke Castillo, and I really, really love her. Um, she is a life coach, so when she talks, you can tell that she's a coach. I, I just, it's very, um, I don't know, it's almost like soothing listening to her. Anyway, so Amy Porterfield was talking about how she's a perfectionist, you know, like why to get all A's and all these kind of things. And Brooke was saying how um, it's really important to do B minus work. And, you know, you could think to yourself, B minus. I mean, that seems really low. But if you know Brooke Castillo, she is a successful business person as well as a life coach. So she makes millions of dollars. So why I'm telling you this is because it's not some random person saying, yeah, just, you know, do B minus work and hope for the best. No, this person is literally, you know, making amazing money and telling us to do B minus work. So that's why I wanted to point that out to you. And so you might be thinking, okay, what does that look like? Well, First of all, if you thought about doing B minus work instead of like A plus, doesn't that just like take so much pressure off your shoulders? If you thought like, hey, let me do B minus work and see what happens. So let's use the holidays for an example. You want to have a party and it always stresses you out. So how about we say, let's take that party from an A to a B minus. Can you cater it? Can you make certain things that you know people love and you love to make, but the rest is store-bought? Or maybe you just love decorating your house, but you go like crazy, right? And you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so stressed out. It costs so much money. Well, what if you just decorated certain things that you know would make you super happy and you would feel good about them and then let the rest go and not worry about it? Or you have, if you have the resources, you have someone come in, you pay a friend who maybe is really good at it, right? And, um, and maybe they need some extra money for the holidays and you have somebody come and help you. So then it takes the pressure off of you. And maybe you still get to do it that the way that you want, but you're also blessing someone else. Or maybe you have a friend that will do it for free, which is great, right? Um, but my point is, is that what would life look like if we dropped to B minus work? I have a people I have a feeling people wouldn't even notice if you dropped to B minus work, honestly. Um, I was listening to John Acuff. I like his book called Finish, and I'll put that in the show notes. But one of the things he talks about is um, like he doesn't like to write in the summer. And I thought about that in regards to myself. Like what season of life, even in a year, do you find yourself not feeling like you're as productive? And so instead of like forcing yourself to be productive in those times, how about you just think about it differently? So he was saying, I think that he does well in the fall, maybe winter, I'm not sure. Um, But I'll use myself for an example. Um, When it's summertime, the girls are out of school. So and as well as holidays. So I have to think about that, like in regards to the podcast, 
what am I going to do? Because I want to be with them and I don't really want to be doing a ton of stuff. So obviously you guys know that I still put out episodes during the holidays and during Christmas. But what I've done is I've started to batch them. So there's going to be some weeks that are a little bit crazy because I'm trying to do a lot of stuff in that week. So then I have so much flexibility later on when it counts. And so what I want to recommend to you guys Think about that in your life. And it doesn't even have to be yearly. Like maybe you're a shift worker and you find yourself like really crazy, you know, during certain times and then it lets up. Well, be strategic with that, right? But also apply the B minus work with that as well. So like don't kill yourself, but then also be, um, you know, strategic in the way of like, okay, how can I get this stuff done? So that when I know the busy time is going to come, that I don't feel crazy. And so, or people who are like CPAs, right? From January to April, I mean, they're kind of just, you know, not doing much other than taxes. So think about that for a minute. Like, you know, from January to April that you're going to be super busy. So for you, you may just, you may need to gear up a little bit before January, um, which I know is hard because it's Christmas, but maybe you need to do it before Christmas, you know, uh, from December 1 to December 20th, right? And start prepping yourself or making yourself just feel like, okay, I'm going to do B minus work from January to April and I know it's okay. So I'm going to do these meals, have these things going and that's okay. And once May comes along, then, you know, life can be different and look different. So I just really want to encourage you guys to like evaluate your life and figure out where are your harder moments in life, if it be weekly, monthly, yearly, whatever that looks like, and and figure out where you can do B minus work. And then also, how can you be strategic about making your life easier so that you just don't feel like I'm just throwing in the towel. This is too much. I can't do it. Um, I want to move on to something too about, um, I feel like this can really help when you're dealing with perfectionism is when you think about the compound effect, okay? So this can be with money, it can be with weight, it can be with whatever, but I'm going to use a 401k as an example, okay? So when you start putting in money into your 401k, like back in the day, and you're like, oh my gosh, this is barely anything, and it doesn't look like much for a long time. And so one day though, it eventually starts to look like something. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is finally making a difference, you know, and it's compounding. You know, the money is compounding. That's why it's looking bigger and bigger and bigger. And you're also putting money into it and then the interest and all that kind of stuff, right? So what I want to say is sometimes it's so easy to think that, well, I don't see the results right away. So therefore I'm not going to do it. And that's a perfectionism mindset right? That that's not a B minus mindset. That's not like, well, you know, we're just going to put one foot forward. That's kind of like, no, I want to either have it all or nothing. And then really that hurts you so much. So I want you to think about the 401k when you're thinking um, about being a perfectionist the next time you're doing something and finding yourself going, okay, I'm not going to do it if I can't do it perfect. Think about your 401k. Think about how long it takes for it to be substantial, right? So if you just kept doing B minus, you're just putting in money, putting in money. Because, you know, here's the thing. A lot of people are like, oh, I can't put in as much as I want. I can't do the 15%. I can't do this or that. So then they're like, I don't want to do anything. But that's silly. Like you, you put in however much you can. And if you can increase it as time goes, then awesome. If you can't, that's okay. You're going to have more money than if you put nothing. And that is my whole point to that. So 
you know, if you think about an airplane, right, and you think about its trajectory, so if it just makes a slight change, it's going to end up in a totally different place. All it takes is a slight change, some drastic change. It just is a slight change. So you guys, if you were to save or you don't save or you're eating healthy or you don't eat healthy, it's going to change your trajectory. That's a hard one to say, trajectory when you're trying to talk fast, um, towards your goals. And so it's going to either go away from your goals or go towards your goals. So you need to think about that. All those little steps make a difference. You know, you think about eating one salad a day. Well, I should say eating a salad today, right? Yeah, that's not going to make you healthier in the long term, right? Either is eating ice cream today, is that that's not going to make you unhealthy, But if you eat a salad every day or you eat it a few days a week, that is going to make a difference. It will add up, as will ice cream. So if you eat ice cream every day or ice cream a few times a week, that's going to start adding up, right? You're probably going to see that you're gaining weight. So that's the whole point. And so where that all ties into perfectionism is it's so easy to be like all or nothing, but you do want to make those little changes because those will add up to huge changes. And then I think it's a lot easier when you think about that way that you don't have to be perfectionism because listen, if you eat ice cream today, that's okay. Eat salads the next few few days. If you don't save money one year, that doesn't mean you shouldn't save money the next year or the next month or whatever. It's like make those good changes, even if they're little, day by day, month by month, year by year, because it will add up to something. You don't have to be a perfectionist about it because honestly, I see so many times where perfectionists, they end up doing nothing. And so the people who just keep making those little changes and keep doing little things, guess what? You look up and you go, wow, you've lost a lot of weight or wow, you saved for a beach house or wow, whatever it is, because they just slowly worked at it. And so, you know, um, for those of you that don't know, I'm a travel agent. And so I feel like people can get caught up in wanting to do the biggest and the best and aim aim for perfection um, for vacation or they just don't want to do it. But the problem with that is you may never go on a vacation because you either are wanting to have enough money to do everything and go all out, or you may not go on as many because you want it to be picture perfect. So I think if we can focus on the end result, do we want to look back on life and think, oh, I'm so glad we went here or there versus, oh, I guess we never got around to that trip. So therefore we didn't go anywhere. And, you know, because I think what happens is, you want to do the best of everything. You want to be like, okay, so I want to go shark diving with the kids and I want to go here and I want to rent this thing and then maybe get like a person as a guide and do all, that's amazing. And you guys, I can help you with those kind of vacations. So don't get me wrong. I can help you plan an amazing travel bucket list vacation. But I think you have to be realistic of how many of those you can actually have on your list. So maybe you can only afford to do one of those kind of vacations once a decade, and the rest have to be more that mid-level, you know, not out of this world type of vacation. So I think that, you know, your kids aren't going to really notice that you went on that one trip of a lifetime. They're going to notice that you guys were a travel family and that you went more often, if that makes sense. So I just really want you to think about that. So, you know, I'm not trying to just talk about weight or saving money or travel. Like I just want, I'm trying to talk about subjects that I think people really, um, it can, they can relate to. So if you do want to go on, you know, that vacation bucket list trip, 
think about what one you want to do. Like, who is your family? Like, what would they want to do? Is it going to, you know, Africa and going on a a safari, right? So, you know, it's like you call me up, we figure out how much that's going to cost. Maybe that costs, you know, depending on how big your family is, over 10 grand, right? And we think, all right, let's, let's start planning this. Like, let's start figuring out how much you need to save, which by the way, I don't know if you guys know this, but I have a vacation planning tool um, and it helps do exactly what we're doing, what we're talking about right here. It helps you to save monthly um, what you need to put away. It also calculate your calculates your kids' ages as well as your ages. So then you think, oh my gosh, okay, so the kids are going to be 15 and 13 and by 2025, we're going to have this much money and we're going to be able to go. And it really comes in handy. Um, But my whole point of this is it goes back to like the 401k. If you just looked at that vacation planning tool that I have, you would just see the first month and think, oh my gosh, how are we ever going to go on this vacation? No, you just, you trust the system and you keep saving the money month after month. And then you get to go on that safari vacation. But my whole point is that that safari vacation may be your huge out of this world vacation for that decade. And the rest of them, you have to go camping or go to the beach or or whatever that is, right? Whatever you can afford, a cruise, something like that, right? Something not so expensive, depending on what your resources are. So my point is, is like you look forward to that huge vacation, but you also then go on smaller things so that you have those memories with those kids. You don't want to be like, oh my gosh, I never went on those vacations. We didn't do those family trips. And now we don't have that um, you know, family trip to remember because you were wanting everything to be amazing. So you have to just be realistic on how to plan it out and how to save for it and, and figure out like, is it even realistic to do those huge vacations? It may not, not even in a decade. So you have to just sit back and think, okay, you know, what can we honestly do and just not be a perfectionist about it, okay? So I wanted to talk to you guys about starting next week, I'm doing these mini, uh, a mini series on losing weight. I'm having this amazing um, coach come on. She's a dietitian. She has an amazing program. I have friends that have lost weight, kept it off. But I was debating on having her on, even though I think her program is amazing and she's amazing, but I'll tell you why I was hesitant on on having her on. I did not lose weight like I hoped. And here's the deal. It's not her program. It's me. It's just my life right now is really crazy. And so I felt like, how can I have her on if I didn't lose all the weight? So then I kind of feel like I'm a failure. Like I wanted to be like, oh, I lost all this much. I lost all this weight. And, but I'm like, you know what? I still need to have her on because this could help other people. So I don't want to let my perfectionism of me not hitting my goal or doing what I hoped um, prevent me sharing the information with you guys because as we know in the holidays, it's so easy to gain weight. And you then come to January 1st and you're just kind of like, oh my gosh, I feel so gross. And why did I do this to myself? So I wanted to give you guys bite-sized information on how to lose or at least maintain weight um, during this time. And then if you want to start the program, you can start that in the beginning of January. So we give you that option um, when we talk about it in um, the episodes. Uh, But what I wanted to say is, Anyways, when I recorded with this guest, um, we created, you know, that created this amazing program. I found myself just thinking, man, so do I need to tell like everybody that, oh, I didn't lose all this weight or, you know, and I, I don't know. Like I kind of felt a little bit nervous because I didn't want people to be like, oh, so 
what happened with you? Well, the, the what happened with me is I wasn't following it, but I will tell you the information that I learned has helped me to maintain my weight. Right now, that is my goal, is to maintain, to not gain. And so I thought to myself, you know what, Amber? Yeah, as a perfectionist mindset, you may I may think, well, that's not like successful. But then I'm thinking, but if you take the B minus approach or whatever, be like, but listen, you're maintaining, you're not gaining. And so for me, that's a win. So you guys, if you're just doing, you know, if you're doing crazy things to lose weight, you know, this, this coach always says, just know whatever you did to lose the weight is what you're going to have to do to maintain it. And that's why I love this program because it is easy once you can figure out how it works. And so, um, so if you are interested in any of this, make sure to tune in next week. I'm going to be doing four mini episodes and I just think they're really great. And they're very, uh, she has so much good information. And even if you don't do her program, but I wanted to give you guys an option, but I had to step out of my comfort zone and say, listen, I'm not where I want to be, but I'm going to, I'm going to come out here and, and still do these episodes, even though I didn't lose all this weight. And, and that's hard for me because I really wanted to be like, Oh, look at me. I'm a success story. So really I'm, I'm in it with you guys. So, you know, I'm kind of still doing this journey. I have a lot on my plate right now. And so I'm trying to balance everything. And so I am having to use all these techniques that I'm telling you. I'm having to say, where can I really get away with doing B minus work? And then taking action and doing that. So don't think that I'm just saying all this and then not doing it. No, I'm I'm literally right alongside of you guys with all of this. So I just wanted to share that with you guys that, you know, if you want to if you want to tune in, make sure to do that next week. It's an amazing program and by her coming on every week you can hear more and more about it and how she breaks it down and stuff like that. Um but I I th- I think she's amazing and I think that it's it's a perfect program a perfect program, listen, perfect for people who are trying to not be perfectionists. It's really allowing you just to kind of like live your life and stuff like that with like some changes, you know, that are not super crazy, but then you can maintain um, later on once you get to your goal weight. So you guys, as we wrap up, if you have loved this episode, can you give me a shout out? Like if you follow me on Instagram, um, you can follow me at Amber Sandberg. Or if you follow me on Facebook, my Facebook page is Mom Inspired Living. Feel free to let me know. Or even better, you can take a screenshot of this episode and share it on Instagram. Or feel free to share it on Facebook and you can tag me. It truly means the world to me when people share my podcast. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I I hope that you found a lot of value in it. And I hope it takes a little bit of pressure off of you to not always try to be perfect. All right. Have a great week and thanks for listening. Hey, you guys, would you like to have every podcast episode in your inbox on Tuesday? That way you don't have to go search for it or have to remember that, hey, a new Mom Inspired Show has aired today. You can have that. All you have to do is go to mominspiredshow.com and subscribe. If you're looking at it on your phone, just scroll to the bottom, enter your name and your email. If you're looking at it on your computer, it's gonna be on the right-hand side. That way you won't miss an episode and I'm also gonna start including travel tips every week. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you next week. 